3: Personally, how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Daguerre Mills. Daguerre Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikey with Mill.
4: That draws us to.
1: I was a Christian and attending church, and I believed I really loved the Lord. But there was a day I went to church, and the preacher spoke to me. He said, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my words, my commands, listen to my voice. Jesus really needs to know How deep is your love? Is your love? How deep is your love? He really needs to know That you're willing to surrender All, all of your life Do his will and his command That's the least that you can do greater love hath no man than this that a man should give his life for you do you love the lord like he loves you do you really want to do his will What will you give In return for his love Will you yield and obey Or just walk away Jesus really needs to know How deep is your love Your love How deep is your love He really needs to know That you're willing to surrender All of your life do his will and his command, that's the least that you can do, da-da-da-da-da. One day Jesus turned to Peter and said, I want to know if you really love me. Simon Peter turned to him and said, oh my Lord, why do you even ask Cause you know, dear Lord, how I love you I will keep your command, I will feed your sheep Jesus asking you the same How deep is your love, your love How deep is your love He really needs to know That you're willing to surrender all, All of your life do His will and His command. That's the least that you can do. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. If you hear His voice in your heart today. Do not harden your heart. Do not turn away. That's the only way you show. How deep is your love, your love? How deep is your love? He really needs to know that you're willing to surrender all, all of your life to his will and his command. That's the least that you can do Da-da-da-da-da Oh, how deep is your love? How deep is your love? He really needs to know That you're willing to surrender all All of your life To his will and his command. That's the least that you can do Da-da-da-da-da Let me tell you now, all that's on my mind Out of my family, my many friends, you picked me out You made me love your Lord, you made me love your work You made me serve you when I was still so young Thanks for choosing me. You turned me inside out and you changed me. Give me brand new heart, only you. The only one who won my heart that way. And I want to do all I can just to serve you. Surrender my life just for you The only one who won my heart today Let me tell you now All that's on my mind When I think about the day You called for me and said You must sing for me Oh yeah You must preach for me Thanks for calling me Thanks for choosing me Lord, how can I say thanks? Oh, 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 you Turned me inside out And you changed me Give me brand new heart Only you The only one who won my heart that way And I want to do all I can just to serve you Surrender my life just for you The only one who won my heart today Let me tell you now All that's on my mind No one ever chose me No one liked me much Oh no, yet you liked me Lord, yet you chose me, Lord. And so with my life I'll serve you, Lord. This is how I will say thanks. Oh, oh, oh. and you turn me inside out and you changed me. Give me brand new heart, only you the only one who won my heart that way Lord, I have followed other dreams But now I want to serve you You and only you Only you Only you Are the one I want to live and die for Give my life wholly to you from now on you. Turn me inside out, you changed me. Give me brand new heart. Only you, the only one who won my heart that way. Oh and I wanna do all I can just to serve you, Lord. Surrender my life for you, the only one who won my heart today. Yeah, Lord, you won my heart today. You won my heart today. Only you, the only one who won my heart today. Oh, Lord. You won my heart today, yes you did, you won my heart today, only you the only one who earned my heart today yes, you won my heart today, you won my heart today, only you the only one who
5: Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's time for testimonies. Amen. Hallelujah. Today is a very special day and some people want to testify of what our father has done for them. I believe all of us, our father has been a blessing to us. And this morning we have wonderful testimonies. Please help me welcome Cosmas to give us his testimony.
4: Amen. Happy Galatians 6-6 Sunday, 6, Daddy. I want to say thank you so much. Your ministry has been a blessing to me. Amen. My name is Emedion Cosmas. I am a Nigerian in University of Ghana, Ligon. And my testimony is about how our father's words have been confirmed in my life. Last, week, last year, when, I, when we had the Ligon family service, our father was preaching about Hida Hath. And he said that he that hath is the person that recognizes where his blessing is. Amen. And he also said that some of us, our parents have told us to go to places, but we've not wanted, we don't want to go there because we feel that they don't like us. And that's exactly what happened to me when my parents told me that I should come to Ghana. I thought that, oh, my parents don't like me at all for them to send me to Ghana. Amen. And also last Sunday, The words of our father were confirmed again when he said that some of you, you've not been able to serve God in some places. And he said that you've been looking at the physical things only. And that's exactly what happened to me again. I wanted to go to Canada because I thought Canada, Canada was a nice place to be. But today, I'm standing here to testify that since I came to Ghana and I joined the First Love Church, my life has been different. So... Some of you here, your parents have told you to go to places and you think that they don't like you. But today, I want to tell you that they know why they sent you there. So be there and serve God where God wants you to be. Amen. Thank you.
5: Wow, why don't you give the Lord a shout for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Stella to give us her testimony. Please put your hands together for her. Why don't you
6: encourage her as she comes to give her testimony? Happy Galatians 6, Daddy. Um, I want to use this opportunity to thank Daddy so much for how great his ministry has had an influence in my life and my entire family. Um, it dated back five years ago when I started staying with my auntie. Things became complicated because my parents were not there. So I didn't feel that parental love and I wanted to rebel. And um, recently I went for a year abroad. When I got back, things became worse. She stopped me from coming to church, church activities, and I felt really terrible. So by the grace of God, my pastors and daddy's messages, I mean, helped me to be that respectful girl that I have to be. I didn't want to be. I wanted to just do what I felt like doing. But then my shepherd L.P. Rhoda spoke to me that sometimes obedience comes with reward and then Bishop's message is always encouraging us to be good girls and by the grace of God, I have a brand new laptop from my auntie. And then she she buys me things when she comes home. And now we have that daughter relationship. She tells me things that she wouldn't tell her daughter. And I think that it all boils down to Bishop's messages and teachings and the counseling of our pastors. Thank you very much, Daddy. And God bless you so much for everything you are doing. Amen. Give the Lord a shout for
5: powerful testimonies. Our Father has been a great blessing. We have another testimony coming from Awojan. Please put your hands together as we welcome Awojan.
7: Hello, my name is Awojan, and I want to say happy Galatians 66 to daddy. He's been a very great blessing in my life, and I want to thank God for what he's done for me. Um, when I was in like level 100 till 300, it's like, oh, I used to serve God and everything, but then we went for this peace 3 with daddy, and the message was about if you serve the Lord, he will bless your bread, and everything you do will be blessed, because he pays you for serving him. So from that time, I started to believe God that, oh, he will pay me, pay me like every, in every way. But I want to testify about my academics. Since I started believing and I heard Bishop's message, I listened to it like a couple of times. I started to pray about it. Since then, I've had excellent grades. The grace that I've had since I started believing and heard the message, they are like, I can't even really explain how good they are, but they are very, very good. The best I've had in my whole life. And I want to thank Daddy for influencing our lives and for all the messages he's preached. And I want to thank God, too, for this great miracle. Amen.
5: Wow, what a powerful testimony. We have another testimony coming all the way from South Africa. Let's welcome Sandy. Please encourage her as she comes to testify.
8: Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say, happy Galatians 6 6 and thank you very much for all your your help and your love and your messages. I remember in my house, I used to keep the, the Healing Jesus magazines. When you come to my house, you'll feel like my house is a Healing Jesus office. I'll collect all the magazines and keep them. And I used to confess and tell my sisters and my friends that one day, Bishop Doug will know me by name and he will call me by name. He will say, Sandy. And they used to laugh and joke about it. And then... I got involved with the, when the Healing Jesus Crusades came to South Africa. I was involved. I was volunteering from day one to all the crusades. I was there selling books and doing everything. And then one of the good days, God opened the door from nowhere. Bishop Prince called me. I was standing it was it was by the car with Daddy. And then he called me. He said, Sandy, come. And I went. When I went, he said, oh, this is Sandy. She's been helping us. She's been doing the... The book, she's been helping with ISI and all. And oh, uh, she says she wants to, she would like to marry a Ghanaian. <laughs> and then said he said, and then daddy said, Really? So do you want to marry a Ghanaian? I said, Yes. He said, Oh, okay, then come to Ghana. So, oh, if we find you a beloved, will you come to Ghana? I said, Yes, I will come. <laughs> he said, Yes, come. And then after that, after some two crusades down the line, he saw me standing alone when he was driving out. Then he stopped the car, and then he called me. When I stood by the door, he said, Sandy, I remembered my words, that one day, Daddy will know my name, and he will call me Sandy. So I just want to say, I want to say, every Galatians 6.6, 6, and it's because one day I heard a preaching when he was saying that some of you, you don't even know how you will become full-time and all that. And he says that these days, I don't easily tell people that you should become full-time, even if I feel it. If you don't come to me and say, this is what I want to do, I will not tell you anything. So you should pray for God to open a door for you. So I've been praying from then. I started praying that, Lord, make way for me. As for Ghana, I will go. And then some some few weeks down the line, my bishop, Bishop Jake, he was my father in SAE before he moved. Bishop Jake sent me a message. He said, because my profile picture says, uh, when grace locates you. And he says that, he said that your your picture says it all, your profile picture, it says it all. Grace has truly located you. Because he said, today, I can't believe that you are in Ghana and daddy knows you. And I was like, wow. Thank you so much, daddy. It's a blessing. Wow. Put your hands
5: together for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Our father has been a great blessing to us. The testimony is coming from Kwame Anokwari. Please put your hands together as we welcome Kwame Anokwari.
9: Amen. Happy Galatians Sixes, Daddy. I am blessed and honored to testify on this special day of how a blessing you've been to me through your calm messages and your teachings. Um... In the year 2010, that was um, I was in level 100, and I, I didn't know Bishop at all. I've never heard of him before. But uh, my chief elder then said there is a camp meeting with Bishop Dagiwan Mills. So I want you all to go. And Kwame Anokwari, you are part. You are going with me. I, I said I don't have money, and I can't go. He said you will go. In fact, I didn't want to go for that camp at all because I didn't know what it means to be in a camp. But then I went. And by the grace of God, I received something in that particular camp. And that thing I received was a change of mind and a renewal of mind. And I want to thank God for the life of Daddy for the camp messages. And I know there are many people here who whose life had received turnaround as a result of a camp. Daddy, God bless you so much for the camp messages and your teachings. And the, the camp was also two camps in ability that's another camp also if the two camps in one and that camp also had helped me so much, in spite of all the difficulties, the challenges, I didn't give up on God, I'm still pressing on and doing things and I also want to encourage everyone seated here, maybe you are not ready you, 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 you don't want to go but just obey God, obey your chief elder, obey your elder and go for such a camp, something will by all means happened to you something will change about your life as it had happened to me that is, God bless you so much for your calm messages and your teachings thank you very much
5: wow what a powerful testimony that comes have been a great blessing to all of us we have another testimony let's welcome Joseph Mills to give us his testimony
2: Happy Galatians 6-6 Daddy, God bless you so much You have been a great blessing to us When we thought we had good ideas for our lives You taught us that it is a great thing to serve the Lord And not just that, but then we can become special servants of God Daddy, God bless you so much My name is Joseph Mills And my testimony is about how God healed me through the communion Two years back, before applying for the university I had a medical checkup And I was diagnosed of typhoid Mouth typhoid. But then God being so good, we started taking the communion regularly. And as daddy kept on explaining to us that whatever cannot be found in the body of Jesus cannot be found in us. That the blood is speaking much better things for us. My faith kept, my faith kept, kept on increasing. And by the grace of God, when I went to check this year, just before school, I don't know where the bacteria has vanished to I don't know whether it dissolved, but I I just thank God that it is through the blood that I've received my healing. God bless you, Daddy. And I want to encourage us that as we take the communion, believe, have faith, whatever diagnosis that you've been given, believe that God can heal you, that the blood will heal you in Jesus' name. Amen.
5: Amen. Powerful testimonies. Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? We have another testimony. Do you love testimonies? Help me welcome Eunice Mensah to give us her testimony.
0: Amen. Happy Galatians 6-6, Daddy. I just want to thank God for your life and your ministry and every single thing that you have done. And this year, at the beginning of this year, I was in a very sticky situation, and um, we had an eldest counseling, counseling session with Daddy. And he asked me why I hadn't been in church for a while. And I told him that I have a series of exams that I don't know where to start from or where to end and how I'm going to write them. And he told me, he told me to kneel down in front of him and he prayed for me and he told me that i was going to pass and i was going to be excellent and not only will i pass the exam i will also passed the interview and i believed it in my heart so when the time came for us to write the exam 90 percent of what we learned did not come the whole ghana <laughs> and it was one of the most epic exams in law 90 percent of what we learned did not come and it was one of the most epic exams because when I turned the paper I didn't know which question to answer and I was very scared but I just believed in my heart that I had been prayed for and God, God was with me and when by God's grace the list came my name was on the list when I went for the interview they just looked at me and then one, one of the men told me even before I took the interview he said oh you you've already passed and I said amen <laughs> and I said I believe it And I just want to thank God so much because I believe that the prayers prayers that Bishop prayed for me is what granted me the mercy, God's mercy, to help me go through this exam because it was really tough. And I just want to thank God. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen. Powerful testimonies. We have a powerful father. God has blessed us greatly through our father. We have our final testimony. Let's welcome Kobe Prince to give us his testimony.
10: Hallelujah! Uh, happy Galatians 6-6, Daddy. I owe everything I know in this world to you. I owe everything, because I grew up not having a father around, but everything you said, your books, your messages. I grew up with my grandmother, my auntie, and my sisters. So there were a whole lot of things I didn't know. By even reading the art of leadership, you even know what to do. But this testimony, this testimony I have is, uh, last three weeks I was invited to sing somewhere. So after I had closed and I was going home, I stopped at the Oconglu bus stop to get a torture to my house. So at that point, it was very strange because I felt like I need to pray to decide which torture I should get, whether to get a torture to Seko or whether to get a torture to La Paz. And Daddy was preaching on the Holy Spirit, so I became very aware of the Holy Spirit. So at that moment, I prayed, and the Holy Spirit told me to pick the La Paz trotel. So it was even moving and I stopped it and the mate was angry. So I got, I got on it and immediately removed the circle Trotro I was supposed to pick. It just sped off and crashed into another car and it went ahead and it veered off into the Shashi Road where the Royal Bank is and crashed there. So at that moment I knew that the Holy Spirit was in control. I would have just died. I would have just died at that point. I'd have just died. Daddy, thank you so much. You've been a great blessing to me. I remember everything I know when I was going to propose to my beloved at the counseling session. Daddy showed me what to do. He, He told me everything I should do. So it's a great blessing to be part of this family. I thank you very much, Daddy. I really appreciate you and I love you so much. Thank you, Daddy.
5: Wow. What a powerful testimony. We have another testimony says that dear bishop i'm a father to a member of the first love church in london and ghana and i'm writing to express my profound gratitude to you for how your ministry and words affected my daughter's relationship with me my daughter joined the church in 2013 when she left for the university in nottingham and she's been committed ever since Indeed, at times, I wonder whether she was taking a law degree or a pastoral course. She currently is studying for the bar in London. Our relationship was not the least impressive. Prior to the year 2015, when she became committed to, your fol- to following your ministry and words, I noticed a sudden change in her, and I was quite impressed and slightly surprised at it. Our relationship has become very much enjoyable. And as I speak with her every day, I see that she speaks a lot of wisdom. She attributes the change to the teachings you have been giving them in your messages about honoring fathers amongst others. When I indicated that I wish to honor you with a gift, she suggested that a gift in land would be quite inappropriate as I am a landowner by God's grace. I'm very happy to fulfill her request and I've decided to give to you two plots of land Situated in my estate. If you consider accepting my humble gifts, I will wait on your response to determine when a viewing can be arranged and eventually commence with the preparation of the document to effect the transfer. I am most grateful to God and your ministry for this blessing. God richly bless you. Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise for a powerful testimony. First Love Church, we are so blessed to have a wonderful father like Bishop Daggerwood Mills. Put your hands together to God for a powerful father that God has given us. Amen. Amen. Are you excited? You know today is Galatians six six Sunday, and our father is a pastor to every single First Love Church, every single Lighthouse Church. Sorry, but we the First Love Church. We are blessed that he's our direct pastor, and on this wonderful occasion, he's about to preach to us. So if you're excited, make some noise. Let's welcome Bishop What Mills. Michelle Mills.
11: Hallelujah! What a blessing! Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for touching our lives today. Speak to us. Minister to our hearts. We are grateful for this chance. Blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, can you hear me very well everywhere? Can you hear me? Who cannot hear me very well? This side cannot hear. Who cannot hear me well? Raise your hand. Should not be the case. Has somebody turned up these speakers? Danny Boy, just help. What about on this side? Can you hear? All right. Today is Galatians 6, 6 Sunday. And um, I, uh, I want to... Take you through a very important message, and I want you to really listen attentively. All right? My message is entitled You and Your Prophet. (laughs) Number one, we've been sharing about special servants, it's very related. You and your prophet. Number one, your prophet is the man God has sent to bring you out and bring you in. Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. Your prophet, if you are writing notes, write it this way. Your prophet is the man God has sent to bring you out and to bring you in. Hosea 12 and verse 13, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. All right? Can you hear me now on the side there? Is it okay now? All right. If you can't hear, just wave and then... Lift your hands, and I will be able to help your sound. We are still working on sound and trying to decide what what to do. Now, through a prophet, God will and can, can and will bring you out and bring you in. Okay. So he will bring you out of trouble, out of poverty, out of difficulty, out of darkness, out of struggle, and bring you in. So the Bible says, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. All right. Now I'm saying this and I'm I'm drawing your attention more to a man because one of the mistakes of the older church is substituting an institution for a prophet. Or substituting an institution or, if you like, the fruit of the tree for the tree. Or substituting the eggs for the chicken who lays the eggs. Do you understand? You see, God uses men and God will use you. When, when God uses you, he's not using an organization. He's using you. So you cannot substitute the organization for the person. Because the organization is the fruit of the person's work. So Honoring the organization is different from organizing, honoring the man or the prophet. Amen. So, it's very important for you to learn. Because this is the reason why people are not used by God. Because the big question is, why should God use you one day? To bring somebody out and bring somebody in. Why should God use you to take somebody out of difficulty when you cannot receive when God is using somebody? Why should he then turn around and use you who is also a human being? Oh, you don't understand my question. You cannot honor or receive a man, then why should you, an ordinary man or an ordinary girl, be used by God? And why should anybody ever listen to you? Why? (laughs) So it's very important for you to know that God uses a man, a prophet. To bring you out of Egypt represents sadness, sorrow. Look, they were killing all their children. If you give birth to your children, your child is sacrificed. It represents trials, problems, difficulties. Sin, bondage, Satan's dominion. And the Bible says... It was by the means of a prophet, Moses. That Israel was brought out of that situation. And it was by the means of the same prophet that they were preserved. You must remember that. Not by the means of any organization. Amen. Not by by an institution. It wasn't by a committee. Or a group. By counsel, it was by a man, a prophet called Moses. You just have to believe it or not. And I'll always encourage you you see, people who don't accept this reality are never used by God. Just as you will never honor or receive a man, no one will ever also honor you or receive you as a person. It's like when they see you, son, who are you? Just as you also said, Who are you? You reap a thousand who are you? You sold one who are you, you get hundred back. Are you there or you are going home? Now, number two. Just go with me. I'm just giving you a list and then we go home. A prophet can cause the rise or the fall of people. A a prophet can cause the rise, your rise or your fall. Luke chapter 2 verse 34. Luke chapter 2 verse 34. it says and Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother behold this child talking about Jesus is set for the fall and the rising again of many in Israel and for a sign which shall be spoken against amen so This person causes the rise or the fall of people. A prophet. What does that mean? The man that God is using can be used and can turn into a blessing for you. Or it can turn into something else. Depending on how. You relate now. When Moses was called by God, he caused his presence caused the great blessing to a large number of people. But for some people, it caused their destruction. Pharaoh was destroyed because he did not receive Moses. He was Pharaoh was destroyed. His, his son died. A prophet can cause somebody to die. It's it's not not killing anybody. But your response to him can lead to death by those who joke around with it. All the firstborns in Egypt died. All. On one night. Because of Moses. Moses. So if Moses hadn't come, All these people wouldn't have died. They would have been breathing and living happily ever after in Egypt. Moses' existence caused their death. Because they did not realize what they were dealing with. I personally know people who have died because of their Uh, carelessness, and their lack of faith in what the prophet said to them. Not a prophet, you see, not, not, not a prophet as in somebody prophesying, but the prophet of their lives. Korah and a whole group of elders were swallowed up And disappeared into the earth Because of Moses Miriam got leprosy Because of Moses By a prophet He caused the fall of many people Thousands of people perished in plagues Throughout Moses' ministry When they took the calf And they went and worshipped it And Moses came down and broke the Tablets. Thousands of people were killed in that thing. When they met, Korah, look, a whole lot of people died. As Moses was living, some were dying, some were living, some were being really blessed, and others were going down. So, the rise and the fall. When Jesus was on the cross. His blood was flowing. Salvation was coming as far as Nigeria. Salvation was coming as far as Accra and Kumasi and Boku. But the Jews were standing there and shouting, let his blood be on our head. And our children, and their children's children. Later on, when 6 million Jews were being slaughtered And gassed Many people referred to those statements Let his blood be on our heads On our children We the Jews And that's one of the reasons why Jews have been persecuted By Christians They were accused The Jews were accused of committing a crime called Deicide Killing God Deicide Not suicide, which is killing yourself. Or homicide, which is killing somebody. Dayside. You kill God. Number three. There are different kinds of prophets. Who work in different ways. And I want to alert you to that because... Somebody may may be a prophet. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. It says, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Now, there are diversities of administration and operation. Notice that administration, how it is administered. Some people administer their, their role as a prophet. They administer it in a different way. And some people operate in a different way. The two words are similar. Sometimes it's not easy to know what the difference between administration and operation. But it has similar meanings. Some prophets introduce themselves as prophets. Some would say, I am prophet this. Some great prophets don't mention the word prophet at all. Just the name, like Kenneth Hagin. You never hear the word prophet Hagin. Yeah. Who has ever heard prophet Kenneth? Or prophet Ken? Or prophet Hagin? But this is somebody whom Jesus appeared to in his hospital. Eh? And sat him down for two hours physically. He said he could have touched him. He pulled a chair, sat by him in the hospital. We are talking about visions here, not faded, faded, faded things that you are seeing. Ah! Not something vague. Three dimensional vision. He never used the word prophet. Prophet Hagen. Prophet Kenneth. Rick Joyner. You don't hear prophet Rick. Or prophet Joyner. Somebody who has been to heaven and interacted with dead people. You know, one day if I meet him, I'm going to ask him for the names of some of the people. Because I asked Bonke something he wrote in his book, but he didn't write... He didn't write where, where it was. I asked him that. I asked him about it and he told me <laughs> who it was, where it was. <laughs> yeah. Are you there? Yeah. So, but some will say, I am a prophet. Some will be very formal. And they will say, That says the Lord. Some will be talking as if they are chatting with you. That's the more dangerous one because it's like a conversation and they have told you something. There are different administrations like you serve it differently. Kanke and fish can be served different in different ways. Do you eat canke in this church? And fish, do you eat fish? Yes. There are different ways. Even fish, gas fried fish. Differently from Fantes, do you know that? And if you are used to a uh, frying fish, when you meet a fanti who is frying it, you feel that it's boiled fish. You feel that they are not frying it well. They've administered the same thing differently. So you must know that there are different ways in which by which prophets, operate, but It's the same thing. Yes. It's like medicine. The practice of medicine. You may be used to a lot of gadgets, machines, and so on. But there are places we don't use a lot of machines to practice medicine. You use other skills you learn as a doctor to know what to do. Yes. So brothers and sisters, There are different ways of administrating. Number four. Moses is more known as... Okay, or Moses, a leader... I want to give you so that you write the notes. Moses, a leader, a founder of a nation, a writer, a writer of five of the books of the Bible, and a teacher... Of so many things which are used today all over the world and the basis of many of the laws of many of many countries in the world was also called a prophet, a writer, the one who wrote Exodus, Moses, Exodus, Leviticus, um, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Genesis. They are called the five books of Moses. A founder of a nation and a president. He's the founding father of Israel. As a nation. (laughs) I don't know. When they went to Egypt, they went as clans and families. And they came out as a nation. With a set of laws. Laws how to govern, what are the laws, what you do, when you do this, this is what you do, when somebody takes your cow, this is what to do, how to behave, have all the laws, he wrote all the laws to govern the people, Israel, Deuteronomy 4. But you see, if you have such a person around, you wouldn't, you wouldn't call such a person a prophet, but in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9, the Bible says, and Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit, for Moses had laid his hands on him, and the children hearkened to him as they did, as the Lord commanded Moses. Now, verse ten. And there arose not a prophet since in Israel like Moses. There was nobody, no prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. So this writer. This first president, this writer of laws, secular laws, religious laws, this deliverer, this negotiator with, of, with Pharaoh, politician, if you like, uh, was also called pro- a prophet. And there was no prophet like Moses. But no one else behaved like Moses after. Yes. But they were also called prophets. When did Isaiah go and negotiate for Israel to be released? Have you seen Habakkuk or Haggai or Malachi do any such thing? Jesus Christ, most people don't call him, we don't call Jesus a prophet. It's our brothers who call him a prophet. We call him our savior. Our redeemer. Oh, is that not what you call? Our Redeemer, our Savior. Lily of the Valley, Rose of Sharon. And what else do we call him? Huh? But in Luke chapter 7, it says, now they came in verse 12, nigh to the city, a dead man was carried out. The Lord saw her, had compassion, verse 14. He came, he touched her. Alright, and he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And they delivered him to his mother, verse 16. And there came a fear on all. And they glorified God, saying, A great prophet, a great prophet is risen up among us. And God has visited his people. So Jesus Christ... Was also called a prophet. He is also a prophet. So when our brothers say that he is a prophet, it's true. <laughs> but you see, there are different ways of administration and different operations. Jesus didn't write even one book. He didn't travel more than two hundred kilometers. He didn't build anything. He didn't even build a church. He didn't even give rules of how a church should be. Where is, where is the constitution? He yeah, has not written anything. The, the head should be a pastor. The head should be an apostle. After that, there should be this. There should be this. This is the way a church should be run. It should start with prayer, worship, followed by this. Nothing. Just didn't say anything. He said, Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are these. There was a certain man. He did this. He did this. There was a certain rich man. This, that's all. And then he went. And Moses wrote in details what to do. But he was also a prophet. So there are different ways. So you must recognize a prophet. If he doesn't introduce himself as a prophet, go, this, uh, he didn't say, it, but he's one. Yes. When I was in a medical school, there was a, a professor, uh, not a professor. Yeah, he was not a professor. An Indian. Gynaecologist. Yeah. If you are a patient and you see him come, you know that your salvation has come. He was an unassuming man. He very kind to us. Very teaching us. Always helping. Yes. And he was the only one who could do certain things. Yeah. If you have certain problems, the only person. At that time. Yeah. That when you see him coming, you think it's now. He used to sit with us in the changing room and talk to us and teach us. We write notes there. That's how he, that's how he teaches. When we change for operation you sit there and we, you better write because all that he's saying is he doesn't read from any book. It's a different way. Others will never talk to us, even they will even come for lectures. And he was not a lecturer. He never lectured. No, 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 no. But if, if you see, I, I recognize that this man, if you see him coming, you will be saved. You won't die. When he's around. Paul, the, how, what do you see Paul as? What do you see Paul? Apostle. Writer. He was also a prophet. Look at it. Acts chapter 13. Yeah, all these people are prophets But you don't call them prophets Acts 13 That's why I'm preaching about you and your prophet Before I relax Your prophet is next to you And you are, you are calling him something else Acts 13 verse 1 Now there were in the church That was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers As Barnabas And Simeon That was called Niger Lucius of Cyrene Manain, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul Saul so, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted the Holy Ghost said separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work where I, unto I have called them it was later that they started calling him apostle because he planted so many churches but that's also a prophet so many of us today are only, if somebody come and say, what is your card number? Your card number G340, G, G ah, he's a prophet. <coughs> or say, oh, uh, Sylvia, Sylvia, Sylvia. Is, ah, that's my name, Sylvia. Is, then he's a prophet. That is one type of prophet. I will call that, that type of prophet probably a pastoral prophet. Because he, he solves problems like that need to do like the care of of, of, of personal yes. Yes. And there are many there are higher levels and other levels. So you must recognize because a prophet is by you and you are not recognizing and it's passing by. And you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose. You it can cause you your failure because many people didn't know Jesus was Jesus till he was gone. Yes Now What Now I am a prophet to you That's, that's, that's what I want to introduce myself to you Because you may not realize that If I'm not a prophet to anybody At least to you I'm a prophet <laughs> Yes And as a prophet I may write I may teach, I may found something, I may lead, I may speak, I may predict, I may be casual, I may not call myself Prophet Dad. Yes. Or what? Prophet Mills. Yes. But if I'm not a prophet to anyone, at least to my church, Lighthouse, First Love Church, I'm a prophet to, the, to, to you. So I am I am explaining something to you So that you, you understand What you are dealing with Yes Because you see all the things that Moses said It wasn't that said the Lord You see all that he wrote I, I want us to go to Israel one day Pray that it will happen And One of the main things To, to, to go to Is what is called the, the Yad Vashem M- Museum Memorial that is where what has happened to Jews over the years is displayed. It's a huge place. But when we go there, I would ask you to take your Bible okay, okay. and go to Deuteronomy okay. 28. And then we read as we go step by step. They didn't put it there. But you see, this is what Moses said, it has happened. This is what Moses said, it has happened. This is what Moses said, it has happened. This is what Moses, Every step you see that what Moses said has happened. He is the founder of Israel, in that sense, as a nation. All has happened. So if I am your prophet, and God has raised me up as a prophet, for you and for your life, then you must take what I'm saying more seriously than you take what anybody else is saying, in terms of the ministry. Yes. Many many of my pastors, even my bishops, they will tell you the truth those who want to be truthful and they are all truthful but those who want to be maybe more open they may tell you that look I wouldn't have been in the ministry yes I wouldn't have been by a prophet God brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet was he preserved I didn't come and meet marriage vows. I wrote the marriage vows. That's what the pastors use. I didn't come and meet it. I didn't come and meet how to be a shepherd or that word shepherd. (laughs) No, I didn't. It wasn't there. And I came and I wrote it. That's what you are using. I didn't come. I, I didn't have even one day counseling when I was getting married. Nobody counseled me. Nobody counseled me. I entered to discover. It is those discoveries. And whatever I didn't see or whatever God showed me, these are what they are sharing. You are having six months counseling. One year counseling. And I entered raw like that. It's called enter to discover. It's called what? Enter to discover. Wow. Now. Number what? 5. 5. What must you do with your prophet? What must you do with your prophet? Colon. Receive him. Receive. You have to receive the prophet. Now, John 13:20 is one of the most frightening revelations in the whole Bible John 13 verse 20 What must you do with your prophet? There are three questions I'm asking What must you do with your prophet? And I'll ask it three times and I'll give you three answers This is the first answer What must you do with your prophet? Receive Why? Look at it Very verily, I say unto you He that receiveth whomsoever I send Now Jesus is the one speaking of If you receive somebody I have sent Receiveth me You receive him So if God has sent me to you And you receive me You are not receiving me You are receiving Jesus Then he that receiveth me Now that's Jesus speaking Jesus now speaking. He that receiveth me, Jesus, receiveth him that sent me. That's why it's very, this is not an institution. It's a person. And you must become very conscious of receiving. But well, what does it mean to receive somebody? It means to accept the person. Accept the person close in your life. Accept Whatever the person is, because until you receive a person, you see, it's not. I'm not talking about believing. The next one is, what must you do? Believe. Th- that is the next point. I'm not. Don't. I'm not yet on believing. I'm talking about us receiving the persons in your world. What must you do with your prophet? Receive him. When God has sent me. be a blessing to people many of the older ones would not receive me, even financially, in any way they would just, oh, what you say is about shepherding or about this or that but you see, those who even take time to listen to the makaneh, so you realize that one day, a a little university student, not in life not in first class, she wrote to me a a letter she said to me, she said, I've seen that when I listen to the makaneh anything about anything in the world I will have the answer to that in this Listening Sometimes I even marvel when People give me the testimony that Grown-ups, grandparents Are listening to the Macanay in the middle of the night i wondering why are they listening Because I'm talking about ministry Macanay is ministry But you see ministry is not just Ministry is you You are the ministry The human being is the ministry So you are very important to God because Unless you are okay, you cannot minister Are you listening or you're going home? (laughs) Receive the person. Allow the person into your life. You know, the other day I was with uh, Bonky, And uh, he told me something. There were three of us at the table. He and his assistant and myself. Then he waved his hand at me. He said, I'll tell you this, you know, just to encourage you. He said, one day I was in a country. I will not mention the name of the country. He said, I was tired. And I was at the airport. And then they told me, there is a lady who wants to see you badly. She has been waiting. At the, I think it was at the airport. And he said, you know, what is this now? Somebody is coming to tell me some dream or something to pray for. Because he, said he was tired. He said, okay. Come sit down. So he went, sat down with the person. And the lady said, you know, 10 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, I prayed, I said, Lord, I'm giving Bonki 10 more minutes to come here, otherwise I'm leaving. I'm giving him how many minutes? 10 more minutes. Otherwise I'm leaving. She said, I'm talking about receiving. You see, if he has not allowed the woman, what the woman carries can never be given to you. When the woman sat down, she said, God spoke to me to give you something. So she took out a checkbook and she wrote a check of one million dollars. She wrote the check one million dollars. And she let, said the name, then she gave it, she tore it out and gave it to him, he said, fill in whatever you want. That is the name part. Fill in whatever you want. Yeah. He said he was surprised. He, waved his hand to said, I'm saying this to encourage you. I, I believe somebody's going to do that to me one day. Yeah. <laughs> fill in the blank. Fill in whatever you want at the top. He said, I'm giving him 10 minutes to come. Otherwise, that's it. I'm leaving. If he had not agreed to sit with and allow the woman in his life, one million dollars would have escaped him. And he would have been traveling on the plane, praying for money for, for crusades. You see, some of the things you are praying for, they are you see if you don't receive you can't with the person what the person carries it will not come into your vicinity true because you've rejected the person sometimes the chemistry the chemistry makes you reject the person maybe the person looks too young for you or maybe maybe I may have cast to you so
6: I look too fair
11: Or maybe you would have laughed for me to speak some tree when I'm preaching. <laughs> Other <Or> four <laughs> If I had spoken some words of Yoruba, maybe you would have accepted me. Chemistry But until you allow the person with what he is carrying to enter your location, what he is carrying can never ever get near you. You don't even have a chance to believe or to hear or to do whatever. What he is carrying will not come near you. He said, I give him Bonke 10 minutes to be here. She signed. She wrote it. One million dollars signed. Dollar. He said, "Fill in the bank." God bless you. Bye bye. Yeah. He said, "I'm telling this to you to encourage you. God will provide for you what you need. God will do it for you too." <laughs> Number seven. What must you do to these prophets? Believe. Believe. Believe them. John 1.12 As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe. On his name You see, after receiving You must believe There are people If you don't do all this I'm coming to the third one Then you know what to do with your prophet If you don't receive, you cannot even get a chance to hear And believe But when you hear, you must start to believe Now let me tell you, I want to beg you with something Because most of us here are young enough to For this message to really affect you, and I'm telling you this because I don't want you to make the mistake that some of us older ones made. You see, when we're older, we don't believe in a man, we believe in the institution. I remember one day I was with a lady, an older lady, and she they were talking about the priest in their church. She said, You know, we bought a we bought a car, we bought a car for the church. And the pastor was driving the car, and, and I called for that, The committee I called, I said, No, write the name of the name of the church on the, car, on the car because it belongs to the church. The pastor should not be driving the car without the name written clearly on the, on the car. See, because the pastor is nothing, he's not valued is the church that is valued but the man is not valued but what you don't realize is that is the man who produces the church is the chicken that produces it the, like the man you know the story of the guy who was the, the chicken was producing an, an a golden egg and the egg was very expensive he was getting about 5000 for the egg 5000 can you imagine 5000 every day lays an egg and one day he said there must be many eggs inside the chicken I'm going to kill the chicken and take all the eggs out today. So he took the chicken and took his knife and cut off the head of the chicken and opened up the chicken. And to his amazement, there was just one egg about to come out, and that was it. He yeah, killed the chicken. Is it the egg you want or the chicken you? Which one would you choose? Would you choose to have the chicken or to have the eggs? How many want the chicken or the egg? Who wants that chicken? Raise your hand. Those who are choosing the chicken. Those who are choosing the egg, lift your right hand. If you lifted your hand for the egg, see me after church. Wow. Believe. Your life will be better than my life. I prophesy and I predict whatever I couldn't see you will see it in Jesus name my children must be better than I was my children's life must be better than my life whatever I couldn't lay hands on God is going to put it in your hands your ministry is not starting from where I started your ministry is starting
5: from far ahead from where it started. Do you know
11: how long it took for people to discover that blood flows in the veins backwards? Do you know that blood flows in your backwards this way to your heart? You don't know that. Then you are around the 16th century blood through the arteries this way and comes back in the veins. You don't know that. You don't know. Hey! Anyway, I don't know what school you went to. <laughs> what school did you go to? Is it Ghana school? Apple schools? Lesson tell somebody I'm going to believe a lot of things <laughs> I don't want you to discover things so oh. believe they have already been discovered there's no need to discover I beg you You want to discover that if you are rude to your husband You are the one who will not be happy in the end You want to find out that it's true in the Bible Why don't you just believe it And then be happy in this world Sit down Number 8 What must you do with your prophet Honor him Honor him. Mark chapter 6, verse 2. When the Sabbath was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing them were astonished. And then they asked, From whence has this man these things? What wisdom is this which is given to him? That even such mighty works are done, are wrought by his hand do you know when you are thinking certain thoughts you are not honoring a person when you are questioning if I'm preaching and you are questioning what I'm saying when I say something they say but what about the women when I say something what about the men But men should also say this to them. You are not honoring because as Jesus was preaching, these are what, like his topic, you think his topic was my father, my sisters, my mother. He was preaching the word of God and people were looking at him and asking, so the man, is that not his sister? Is that not his brother? Is that not his family problems? So when I'm preaching, your mind must be on the preaching. Otherwise you are not honoring me. Your mind must be on the preaching and not analyzing things that you don't understand. What you've heard. What somebody told you. What you've been discussing. That's not honor. Your mind must be pure. Working clearly. Working nicely. Jesus was preaching and their minds were corrupted. Saying, is that not his mother he he's a prophet kind of mother oh, stupid Choo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> But is this not the carpenter? Is he not the carpenter? How do he say he's a pastor now. But you see, for you, God is purifying your mind. If you want to be blessed by God, I' will tell you you are not likely to see God till you die but you will see somebody he has sent. And how you relate with the person he has sent is how you are relating with God. Yes. You are not likely to see God. I Even mean, I have not seen God. How many think I've seen God? Look, it's one of my top prayers to see God. I really want to see him. If you love me, pray for, for that. Pray. Lord, let our Bishop or whatever you call me. Let him see God. Let him see you. Please, open his eyes. Just pray. That if you love me, that's all. Huh? He should visit me for two hours. <laughs> hey, how I will talk about it? Yeah, you will never hear the end of it. You will never hear the end of it. And you would like me to tell you all the time. Verse 4 So when the people spoke to Jesus Were thinking about him in a way Look at what Jesus said A prophet is not without honor So they were not honoring him The way their minds were working Was was means they don't honor him Now it is easier for you who are younger to honor me You know why Because you don't know my origins When you grew up I was there Yes. When you grew up I was there that's why I say you are going to do better than us. Yeah. Are going to do better than us? Because when you grew up, the church was there. Yeah. Yes. So it's easier for you to honor. Whereas there are people who were with me in medical school. They saw me carrying drums. I said, I'm starting a church. Hey. hey. How? How can you start a church? What's wrong with this guy? Will he not concentrate on his school? But today, many of you have started churches. No one is asking questions. You are just preaching, you are just praying. But in my time, I looked like a madman. And Jesus said, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own here and in his own house. Verse 5. And there, where there was no honor, you see, when there is no honor, uh, he could not, not that he would not. Look at the English, not that he would W-O-U-L-D No, but he couldn't God could not do a miracle Hey God The whole of God could not Like it can't work Once you see, and I'll tell you all of you who preach When you see you are not on it Don't waste your time Just close close with a Share the grace and go Nothing is going to work Don't waste your time Don't waste your time There are some people Where there is honor I can feel it That's where miracles work That's where God's power works Yes If you want the power What I'm carrying You see what what Bonkey received He had to sit down Respectfully With the woman He didn't know who she was was carrying her bag. She didn't know that not many people have the power to sign a check of one million dollars in the world. But he didn't know that's the kind of thing this woman was carrying. But he had to show her the respect of sitting down so like whether she's going to say a dream, whether she's going to say pray for me, whatever, he had to give her that respect. And when he gave her that respect, he told her, look, I've been waiting and 10 minutes ago I prayed. I said, Lord, I'm giving Monkey 10 more minutes. After she's a millionaire, she's giving us time. What a blessing. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. You can't. You can't. That is why a lot of the grace that is on this mission, this ministry is not working for people who don't honor that's why I am I have instituted Galatians 66 Sunday for the people not I don't I don't need look I don't need something from you you need me you need something from I don't need anything that you have you see a person who needs you see you can if I need then I'm not a real prophet yes there's not a prophet with pocketitis do you know pocketitis? inflammation of the pocket no when you are paying your tithes to God, you think that God needs your tithes you need God, you need God God doesn't need you Oh, your honor is very important for God to start working through somebody. Without it, I tell you, you look at me closely, you'll see that I've honored the people that are above me. One day, Yongicho wrote a letter to me. He said to me, I will never forget what you have said and what you have done he wrote to me not long ago, not so long I said I will never forget it. What you, if there is any way I can pay you back yeah that's him that's the letter he wrote to me I'm not talking about a theory he doesn't need anything from me if you don't know he cannot need he will never need has never needed and cannot need. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Tell me how to say, I say he cannot does not will never need anything. Challenge wouldn't calent wouldn't need no. you are worrying me with the English today. I've heard more than one man of God say that to me. I'll never forget. I'll never forget what you've done. Yes. Let that be how... You see, until something is special to you, that specialness cannot also come on you. Because it's nothing. You degrade it. You downplay it. You sit down for people to insult you sit down for people to even speak in You sit in their presence. I Me, mean, I can't stand it when I hear people say Jesus or they use Jesus as an exclamation mark. Those things, I don't like it. No. God is looking for people who know how to honor. Malachi chapter 1. The next one. Number 10. God will be pleased with you when you honor your prophets. Malachi. Malachi. Chapter 1. Verse 6. A son honoreth his father, and a servant honoreth his master. If I am a father, where is my honor? With me, that honor is something that you can point to and say, there it is. If I am your father, where is it? Where is it? if i don't call myself prophet and a, a good pastor doesn't get up and maybe just always introduce himself as something magical does it mean that he is not don't make that mistake he said if i am if i am if i am where is it if i be a master where is my fear said the Lord, "Oh, you priests that despise my name, wherein, and you say, wherein have we despised your name? Now let's look at how to despise a prophet. Verse 7. Let's look at how to despise a prophet. It says, you offer polluted bread upon my altar, and you say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say the table of the Lord is contemptible. So the type of offering... That you bring Polluted bread Bread that you cannot eat Bread that you would throw away You see one day Kenneth Hagin said He was there when They brought to his house Some bags of clothes For he and his family All the old clothes in the church From the church members They put it together And they brought it to the house Kenneth Hagin was telling this story And he told his wife, you know, they should just pack the things away. What you cannot wear anymore. The change that you cannot use for anything. You watch and see people who say they are honoring. Since I've been in the church. Years and years have gone by. People have been offering polluted bread. You see, when they say, oh, I can't use this something to discard, something that is irrelevant, let's take that and use it to honor the man. After all, that's what he wants. Or they won't even do it at all because they don't even know. Polluted bread is thrown away. What you cannot, the car you cannot drive. Let's go and give it to the church. the clothes that you cannot use because you don't wear clothes which are, it's it's a reject some have got a stain somewhere you don't wear it anymore so let's pack it for them or you don't have such things in your house I'm asking you a question you don't have such things in your house At least in my house, when the bread is poured, we throw it away. I don't know. Bread gets moldy. You see, it changes. Then it's poured. What do you do with it? What you throw away. That's what you are coming to honor with. What you throw, what you can't use for anything. Cannot be used for anything. That's what we should go and, let's go and honor our church and honor our pastime. Give that one as an offering. That's why God said, give, honor me with the tithe. And you see. The most direct relation to God is when you, you meet his servant who's been sent. Jesus sent him. You receive Jesus. You receive the one who sent. That's It's direct. Very direct. One, two, three. I'm three steps from God. Me, then you meet Jesus, then you meet the Father. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I didn't write the Bible. John 13 verse 20. Three steps. Yes. The next verse, Malachi. Look at something. Look at verse 8. You offer the blind for a sacrifice. Blind goat. Blind goat. One that cannot see. And it cannot mate because it cannot see the female. And it cannot run. It cannot mate with a female. It cannot run after anybody because it is blind. This is the one you brought to the church. And this is what you bring to God. Those are the people that people bring to Bible school. Somebody who is not doing well in school. So go to the Bible school. Somebody who is mentally Many people have brought their family members if he's a drug addict. So many drug addicts have been brought to us. Oh, can you take him to your Bible school? People whose family like this, is the bad one in the family, they brought several. Should I mention the names? I don't want to mention it. It's not good for me to mention the name. Different. Different, different ones. one day a man was brought to me his father said this my son only when he says good morning or good evening is what I believe of the things that he says if he says good morning or good evening I said I don't understand I don't understand the revelation he said that in the morning I can see that it's morning so when he says good morning I know that it is true and when he says good evening and I can see that the sun has gone I know that it's true Good evening. Apart from these two things, I don't know any. I don't believe any. He is the biggest liar and thief. And the way he spoke to us, I didn't know what else to do. So I said, "Look," because he was a grown-up, and I know him. He's a family friend. I accepted his son, and his son immediately came to start stealing in the school, and was removed. You offer the blind. I know a family one of the members is a doctor one is a professor one is a lawyer and one is a weed smoker they brought the weed smoker to the church said can you have this son to the bible school but when the son other son say i want to be in the ministry said, "Ah, how can you be a church in the in the, a priest how can you work for the church i mean how can you be in the ministry what is that we you are giving the polluted and the blind children. My son is here with me. He's a lawyer called to the bar. And I give him to the Lord. If he says he wants to serve the, he said he wants to serve the Lord. I am excited. I want him to serve the Lord. From day one. Hey. Not that if I have a child who couldn't pass nursery school. Somebody who cannot count one to ten. I said, this one is good for Bible school. Then the one who can do law and pass law exam, qualify for the bar and pass the bar and be called to the bar. That one I say, he should not work for God. No, 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 no. I give the best. I don't give the blind. Look at what it says. Offer it now to the governor. These offerings you are bringing. When you are going to see the president. When you are seeing the president or some of these important people. You take blind goats to them. One day I visited a certain brother. He had a lot of goats in his house. And as we were in the house. I heard... coughing. I didn't know there were goats. I thought it was somebody. He said, oh, it's my goat. Coughing. And I was thinking, that I said, brother, so it's possible if we were giving offerings on Sunday, you would have selected, this one is the coughing one. I'm taking this coughing goat to the church. The pastor will not know. When you put it there, unless he coughs, when he's about to cough, you hit him. And, huh? Or you give him cough mixture in the morning. You'll be standing there, you see blind goats coughing, ca- <laughs> and goats they cough just like human beings. Amazing! Offer it to your governor, will he be pleased? Now, this point I said, Honor your pastor, and so that. God will be pleased with you yes he'll be pleased with you will he be pleased will he be pleased will he be pleased there are different types of gifts so honor your prophet so that he will be pleased honor in such a way that he will be pleased it will affect him and then the second thing is honor. He said that you, he will accept your person. He says, offer this to your governor. Will he be pleased? Will he accept your person? He said, offer it. Let or accept thy person. You as a person become accepted. Look, when I went to, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I had my offering in my pocket, which God spoke to me to give to Kenneth Hagin. I tell you, you you may not know what it's like to be a black man in the midst of a very white American, whatever, and everybody there is a visitor and a foreigner. But I gave an offering. And I I never thought I would ever see Kenneth Hagin. I didn't have any mind of seeing him. But I, I was doing it as a spiritual thing. And I gave the offering to his son to honor this great man, who has been a great blessing to me, the next day he, he found me and said, "My father would like to see you." suddenly I was, my person was accepted, even though I was from Ghana, my person was being accepted. I was called you see like you see these doors on the stage there was the door that the board members and people used to disappear into, and I used to sit in the congregation and say that. What is at behind that place? <laughs> hey, That was the day. I was singled out. I said, come. Wow. Kenneth Hagen wants to see you. You see, will he accept that? But well, my offering was such that my person was acceptable. And I was brought in. I was called. Something that was not on my mind that I never thought I would ever hear from it again. Because... I don't see why I should hear from them again. But my person, my person was accepted. Yes, the person. Will he accept thy person? Will he be pleased with thee? My person was accepted. There are two offerings I've received in my life, which I consider the greatest, some of the greatest offerings of honor I've ever received. The first, there are two. And I'll tell you, if you think I, I, I cannot be open with you. The first was a tin of milo that I received from a medical student many years ago. She came to me with this offering. When I saw her, I said, I knew that she was poor. She didn't have any, even when she went home and she was coming, I'm sure she didn't have any, nobody gave her money. But she had a tin of milo and she brought it to me. I will never forget it. I always remember. She knows. Oh, yes. And the second thing great offering. I'm talking about honor. You can say that the person has taken what the person has. Was an envelope. When I opened the envelope and it was five dollars. Five dollar notes. From a very pop- I know that this is the only I know the person. I knew. The person has nothing. And this is the person's life. And brought it to me. Five dollars. Up to today. My heart beats. I'm talking about honor. Somebody feels that you are worthy of my precious thing. I'll bestow it on you. That's what the woman with the uh, box did to Jesus. Remember that a real prophet does not need you or what you have. You need him. He has got his brook of charity with ravens bringing him food. Yes. And I have received a lot of excuse me to say dishonorable gifts. You can see people just—they don't have any thought. But when they are spending for themselves, <laughs> you see it. Yes, you see it. When when people spend on themselves and their families, then you see the money they have when it comes to the pastors. Sometimes they will even change the currency to something that the, the notes are a lot, like a weaker currency, so the the money looks a lot, but it's actually just a small. What do you call it? <laughs> oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like if you if you if you if you if you uh, have a ten dollars, it be it looks very small, but life is forty. Ten dollars is how much? 40 CDs, it looks more. In one-one CD notes. Verse 9. Verse 9. You will be accepted from today in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Verse 9. And now I pray you. Beseech God that he will be gracious unto us. And he will regard your persons. Amen. Who is there even among you who will shut the doors for naught? God is asking which of you, even closing of doors, you will charge for it. Neither do you kindle fire on my altar for nothing. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord. Neither will I accept an offering at your hand. Verse 12. But you have profaned it. The table of the Lord is polluted. And you said also, behold, what weariness is it that have we snuffed at? and you brought that which was torn the lame, the sick That's you brought an offering should I accept this of your hand verse 14 now I, I want you to notice verse 14 cursed be the deceiver you see when you are playing with your man of God don't play games that will bring curses cursed be the deceiver which hath in his flock a male, and voweth, and sacrifice unto the Lord, a corrupting, for I am a great king, said the Lord of hosts, and my name is dreadful among the heathen. Many of us play games with God. Your tithe, you don't pay. You put something in and you call it tithe. Learn to pay tithe, so it's the easiest part of your offerings. It's far easier than giving your life. So at least tithing, there. Try to learn how to give tithes. Ten percent, Lord is for you. when any man. Don't even think. Just take the ten percent off. You you start to go higher. Don't don't try to play games with God. Me, you can play games with me. I'm a man. I'm nothing. Even if I'm a prophet, how how, how much do I see? Acts five. Acts 5 Acts 5 Acts 5 1 A certain man named Ananias With Sapphira and his wife Sold their possession And kept back part of the price And his wife also Being part of the deal The plan She came and brought a certain part And laid the apostles feet And Peter said Ananias Ananias Why? Why are you playing games? Many be, many people have mocked me in the ministry. But the Bible says, Cursed be the deceiver, cursed be the deceiver. He says, Why? Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Lie to the Holy Ghost. Why have I seen the Holy Ghost? I saw Peter, but Jesus said, when you when you when, when you play games. With the one who I sent. You are playing games with me. When you play games with me, you are playing games with the father. To keep back the price of the land. Alright? Look, if you honor, honor. That's it. That's it. And it's not something that you have to do. I'm using this opportunity. I say people don't receive the anointing because I've not yet seen a man of God who doesn't greatly honor something, somebody who is anointed. You know Bishop Oedipo? Bishop David Winner's Chapel? Yeah, one day I was listening to uh, somebody, not him. He, somebody was preaching. He said one day, Bishop, um, Archbishop Idahosa, who is dead, called him. He said, come. And he decided to go. He said, come. He said where he was was very difficult to come, but he still decided to obey him. And when he got there, Idahosa told him, "Go and have your bath. Go and have your bath now. Why? I have my bath is bath here now in this bathroom." Obeyed. These are grown ups, oh. When he came out of the bathroom, he just prophesied, you will never lack anything in this world. I forget the exact, it was a fantastic prophecy that he gave to him. You will never lack anything. And one day, he said he was giving an offering to somebody. He gave it, and the person put it back in his hand. and said, this hand will never lack anything in this world. This hand. He just held his hand. That's it. People play games with God, with church, with God's servant, giving fanful respect. You know fanful respect. Like respect that's not really, you are even mocking the person. It's like, said, so, oh, we are so happy, to, but they are not happy to see. You. Oh, hell of we laugh, Say something. Just sing So this is what he wants. So, so Charlie, let's praise him. Let's do whatever found I don't know if it's a, a word I don't know which language it is are you still there or you are going home yes. curse and be the deceiver 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 Number 12 These are the blessings now. The blessings of honor. Demons are rebuked and blocked in your life. Demons. John 8:48. John 8:48 and 49. Then answered Jesus to the Jews Say we, then answered the Jews and said unto him, say we well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father. I don't have demons. I honor my father. I don't have demons. I don't have demons in my life, but I honor my father. And ye do dishonor me. I don't have what? Demons! Jesus told the people, "Me, I don't have a devil, I honor my father. When you dishonor your father, you have a devil in you, I'm telling you. Whoever your father is, even if he's in prison. Better honor him. Even if he's in prison, you honor him. He's your father. Simple. End of story. No questions. No discussions. No analysis. Father is father. Father is father. And if I am your father, and God has given you a prophet, or given somebody who is their father, he says, I I have not a devil. I have not a devil. But I honor my father. I have not a devil. I don't have devils. Demons are not raging free, racing free in my life. I honor, I honor. I honor. All those of you who don't honor, I tell you, you, you don't know. You see, if, look at Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, 1. Is, Is it 6, 1? 6, 1. Who's there? Children, obey. This is right. Verse two. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment. Verse three. That, that, you see, that it may be well with you, which means that certain demons are blocked. Blocking of poverty and confusion. Your whole life is not working. It blocks the devils. I tell you, blocking devils that it may be well with you. People who honor their father, They don't have devils working in their lives. Anytime you sense devils working in your life, demons are affecting you, attacking you, opposing you, check your honor levels. And check whether you have been honorable and you have honored or you are dishonoring. You know, one day I was preaching, I gave an example about my father. When I finished preaching, I went to sit down, the Holy Spirit rebuked me. He told me, look, never give a bad example about your father again. Never mention your father and say any any bad example of anything that an an example of something which is negative. Never again. I was afraid. Do not. I have not a devil, but I honor my father. That it may be well with you, that you may live long. What do you think shortens life? Accident. Sickness, this, 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 all of them are demons. All those things which shorten life are demons. Right now, as I'm preaching, I'm rebuking devils of your life. I tell you. Yeah. Devils are going out of your life in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That it may be well with you, which means that, that you may have your wedding. That a beloved may choose you at the right time. That things will go well with your life. Financially, spiritually, in every way, emotionally. He says, I have not a devil, but I honor. Is it, look at the English word, of, but I want you to know that I honor my father. I don't have a devil in me. Children who don't honor their father, they have devils in them. I'm telling you. Don't tell me you don't know my father. I know your father. Your father is a father, just as all fathers are fathers. And I am, I am in this church as a father of the church, lighthouse first love church when I am not honoured as I should be honoured, demons enter the church and are free, they are free free, people are not able to prosper yeah, people are not able to do well as I am going forward and doing well people are not able to do well God certain honour is just not there accept us, oh yeah it's nice, it's good it's wonderful but you don't know the bullets I have to take so that I'll be standing here I have not a devil. I have not a devil, but I honor my father. I don't have a devil, but I honor my father. Hey, are you still around? You have become quiet. Like. I have not a devil. I don't have a devil. I don't have a devil, but I honor my father. I don't have a devil. I honor Archbishop Duncan Williams. I don't have a devil in me. I honor him. I honor him. Yes. I honor Kenneth Hagin. I mention his name. Every time I mention his name, I honor him. Every time I mention his name, it's an honor to him. Somebody he doesn't know, speaking well of him all the time. Oh, yes. I honor them. I mention their name. I use them as good examples. Hallelujah. Are you still there or you? Psalm one oh five Verse fourteen. Verse, verse 13. Verse 13. When they went from one nation to another, and from one kingdom to another people, as the Israelites were traveling, he suffered no man to do them wrong. He didn't allow people to do them wrong. That's, you see, that's God's plan. And he reproved kings for their sakes saying and he he was rebuking people and not allowing them to harm saying touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm don't harm them don't touch them leave them they are mine i know how to deal with them myself learn it hands off don't correct people you don't you can't correct you are not called to correct touch don't touch them otherwise you will receive a rebuke you'll be surprised he said he, rebuked, he reproved even kings. Kings who thought they knew what he said. Ah, you taught, come on, take your hand from there. You die suddenly before your time, you'll be surprised. Your house will be consumed with fire. Curses will fall upon you. and your, even you will, not, you will not be able to correlate touching the anointed and when the things are happening to you. You not know the, you not know the connection unless somebody points out this thing that is happening. It's connected to this. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. My prophets? Huh. Don't touch. Honor them. Finish. Are you still here? Tell somebody. The message is for you.
10: today. Today I think...
11: Don't touch my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Amen. Galatians chapter 6. Verse 6. Let him that is taught, you see, when your prophet is teaching you like Moses, Jesus, you would think that he's not prophesying your car number, so he's not a prophet. He's not prophesying your name to you, so he's not a prophet. it's so not a real, not a wild prophet. He's just a teaching person. But you notice this verse, he says, Let him that is taught, not him that is even prophesied to. Or he that receives a prophetic word. But he that is taught. Teaching. I'm standing here teaching. Teaching in my books. Teaching in my church. Teaching in the Makaner. Let him that is taught. Lord he that has received a prophetic word. Communicate. Communicate. You see, it's even a better word than share or give. Because communication, is, it, it covers a wider area. Because it shows you that it's not about what the person needs. It's about what something is supposed to come back. Even if the communication is even thank you. Because some people can say thank you in such a way that it's more than any honor that. You know, when the last brother spoke, gave a testimony. Is it Kobe Prince? Where is he? Uh, I was touched by his when he spoke. I was touched. Yes. it touched me. It's more than any offering he can give. Nothing that he gives me can uh, touch my heart. What he said. said, So let him that is taught communicate to him that teacheth. I've been blessed all the day. Just say that.
10: Uh, Okay, that was a good word. See you later.
11: Is it a blessing? Second Kings. And I'm going to show you what your seed can do. Chapter 4. And it fell on a certain day. Elisha passed to Shunem. And there was a great woman. She constrained him to eat bread. And he made a room for her, a chamber. And it fell on a day that as he passed by, he said, Call this Shunemite woman, verse 12. And he said, What shall be done for her? And she said, I'm among my own people. And he said, She does not have a child. And her husband is old. And he said, Call her. When he called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a child. And she said, Nay, my lord, don't don't lie, don't lie, don't tell lies. Amen. Your seed will work a miracle for you. Yeah. Her seed of a chamber touched Elisha's heart and brought her into his presence. That's what I said. It will bring you into his presence. Yes. And then when he was in the presence, he asked, what is it? Yes. Communicate. May the Lord help you. Listen, all your life, you know, when I taught about tithe some years ago, people thought we were trying to teach it so that the church will have money. But you know yourself, when you don't pay tithes, the church is... Have we asked you for Anything? Are we struggling here for money? We have not been struggling for any money. If we don't have, we don't have. And we just stop. I've been paying tithes for more than 30, 35 years. Since I was in school, I discovered that secret. There's no prosperity without giving and without tithing. You think I'm trying to say it for my, my life. We have, we have been living... I'm teaching you now something else. Not different from tithing. This is now honoring your prophets so that you get Matthew 10, 41, the prophet's reward. Yes. And Jesus said, even a glass of water, you'll never lose your reward. May your life be colorful as you learn this wonderful secret. Yes. Sit, Look, God showed me The secret of my ministry was Kenneth Hagen. Knowing him. Being connected to him. Learning from him. Being close to him through his books and tapes. I never learned ministry by going to a Bible school. I learned it from a man through his books and his messages. Yes, that's how I'm here. That's my job. I'm a doctor, thanks to my father and thanks to God. But that's not what I live by. I'm in the ministry. The anointing draws me all over the world. I cannot even go. Yes. Before the year ends, I would have traveled so many miles that some of you will pray that you ever travel in your lifetime, maybe. But you will be traveling. Because the anointing, you see, what you value will come to you. Some of you, your cat, your dog doesn't come near you because you kick it and you, 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 you throw stones at it. It knows that you don't value it. But the day that it seems that it knows that you value it, it will just come to you like that. When, when, when the anointed sense that you value, it comes towards you. Yes. Have you wondered why your dog doesn't come to you? When you see, you, you bend down and it, it runs away. Is it not true? So when he sees you, he runs away. From today, the anointing and the blessing is going to come to your life. Stand to your feet. All right. lift your hands to Jesus. Hallowed be your
1: name. Hallowed be your name. divine authority Hallowed be
11: your name Lift your hands, Hallowed be your name
1: Hallowed be your name Hallowed be your name name. you are worthy holy holy lord you are worthy and I'm honored to sing your praise king of
11: Hallowed be your name. Everybody, lift your hands. Hallowed be your name, Jesus. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your
1: name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed.
11: Hallowed your name. Let your hands up and ask God for forgiveness for any kind of accursed dishonoring of God's servants in any way. And commit yourself to a life of receiving, believing, and honoring whatever God has sent into your name, to your house. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus.
1: Hallowed be your name Hallowed be your name Hallowed be your name In all the earth. Lord we praise your name Come on Lord we praise your name Praise your name, Lord. We praise your name, Lord. We praise your name in all the,
11: earth. In all the earth. Every head bowed and every eye closed for a moment. If you are here this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray with you. If you are here want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to God. I want to give my life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited, you want to give your life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. God bless you. I see all your hands. If you are here and you are Christian, but not a serious Christian, but you want to be a serious Christian from today. If you are here like that. Lift up your hand also. God bless you. I'm a Christian, but not a serious Christian. But I want to be a serious Christian from today. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand for any of these, I want you to come to me. Come from where you are. Just come. Come from where you are standing very quickly. Come on. I'm a Christian, but not a serious Christian. I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm a Christian, but not so serious. But I want to be serious. Come this way.
1: This way.
11: Stand right here I'm a Christian but I'm not a serious Christian I want to be born again I want to give my life to Jesus Come, clap for them as they come Encourage them I want to give my life to Jesus, come I'm a Christian but not so serious I want to give my life to God Today Come Encourage them as they come Encourage them as they come Encourage them as they come come. encourage them. God bless you. God bless you. I'm a Christian, but not serious. But I want to be serious. Come. Let me pray with you. Come and let me pray with you. God is blessing you. What a blessed Sunday. What a blessed Sunday. Oh, clap for them as they come. What a blessed Sunday. I'm a Christian, but not a serious Christian. But I want to be very serious from today. God bless you. Now lift your hands up. And say this prayer. Say Lord Jesus. Please forgive me for today. I give my life to you. I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. Wash me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Make me a new person. From today. I give my life to you. Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me. Thank you for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I'll serve you and I'll follow you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life today. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now... I want to give you one of my books. They are giving you some books right away. We don't have enough people to give the books here. Yes. I thought we could have about. All right. When we close, okay. When we close, we're going to come here. I'll show you over here. All right. And just meet with us for five minutes, okay? Are you understanding? You you get what I'm saying? As soon as we close, right over here, we'll be waiting for you. Your life will never be the same. Amen. Please go and sit down. After. After. You may be seated. Want to receive communion. And, um, we are going to be healed. Now in 1 Corinthians, Paul said that people were receiving communion and not discerning the Lord's body. Amen. Not discerning the Lord's body. The temple of the Lord. Not discerning that they were actually dealing with the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Are you with me? Not what? Discerning What does discerning mean? Discern means to recognize That it is the Lord's body Okay So what you are about to Is not cannibalism It is a spiritual impartation Of the Lord's body Into your body And into your life That's what communion is So when the people were taking the communion And they were not Discerning The Lord's body Okay Are you with me They drank Damnation To themselves You see It's not just uh, Something symbolic Without power There's power in the communion Otherwise if there was no power They will not drink damnation How can damnation come from having a little bit of bread And a little bit of wine Wine doesn't have the power to give damnation Bread doesn't have the power to give damnation And the next verse tells us that For this cause Many people were sick That's the damnation The damnation is the sickness And many sleep or dead so communion is not just a, you know like something like oh symbolic, we are just trying to do the Lord's Supper repeat the Lord's Supper he had with 12 we are trying to do the same again No, it's a spiritual thing and you have to discern or recognize that this thing is the Lord's body that's why when I pray over it we don't throw it away so the one we pray over we don't throw, we only eat it because you may be throwing away the Lord's body are you with me? So now you are about to receive an tra- a transplant in your body. If you are not good in school, you are going to receive a brain transplant. If you have a breast problem, you are going to receive a breast transplant. If you are having pains in your joints, shoulder, neck, Back. You are receiving bone transplant. I want you to recognize that you are just about to have a bite Of the Lord's body Wow Are you excited about that? And you are about to receive the blood The Bible says the life is in the blood So you are now about to receive A, 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 a touch of his life into your life one, one thought of his life hey whatever cannot be found in his life cannot be found in your life from today in the name of Jesus do you think Jesus was ever crying I'm disappointed I'm sad it will never happen in your life again Can you imagine Jesus and telling Jesus, hands up. It will never happen to you in the name of Jesus. Whatever is not found in the life of Jesus will never be found in your life from today. Stand up everybody. Stand up. Brothers,
1: sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirits we are young And will live forever forever. Sons of God Hear His holy word Gather round the table table of the Lord Eat His body, drink His blood And will sing a song of love. love
11: Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Father, we declare this to be the body. We discern that this is the body. And as we eat it, as we take it in, we take in the body of Christ. The beautiful, healthy, clean, blessed body into our corrupt bodies and we declare that we are made incorruptible and blessed and healed by this body we receive it in the name of jesus the body of jesus christ And now, this is the blood. Father, we declare this to be the blood. Whatever sin we have committed, Lord, we are sorry. We ask this blood to wash it away. Cleanse us from our inferiority complex. Cleanse us from our mistakes. Cleanse us from our errors. When the enemy sees this blood, Let him pass away with his wickedness. Let him not come near our homes and our houses. Let healing come into the life of everyone that is standing here lifting up this blood today. Let long life and miracle life come into the hands of everyone here today in Jesus' name. We thank you for your power that is released in our lives in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus.
1: On a hill far away
11: Stood, stood an old,
1: old ragged cross Sing along! The emblem and of suffering
11: and shame And I love that old cross And I love that old cross
1: Where the rest and rest. For
11: a world
1: of lost
11: sin, as was saved. So I'll
1: cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last time lay down.
11: Oh, I will claim. To the old rugged And exchange it for a crown. Place your hand on your chest like this I declare you are promoted Above Where you have been standing up till today I declare you are lifted above the level you have been at all this time. I declare a change of levels in your life from today. I extract you from the jaws of the lion. I extract you from the jaws of the wicked animal demon that has trapped you I command it to release you now in Jesus name whatever trap you have fallen into I command your release instantly in the name of Jesus whatever ambush you have fallen into whatever entrapment you have fallen into Whatever you are in there, you don't know how to come out of. I declare disentanglement now in the name of Jesus.
10: Your life moves to the highest level in the name of Jesus.
11: Your brothers and sisters will be envious of you. Your brothers and sisters will see that God has put his hand on your life. You are declared a blessed child from today. You will honor your father from today. You will honor your mother from today. You will honor your pastor from today. Your father will bless you. Your pastor will bless you. Your grandfather will bless you. Those over you will always bless you. You will live long. It will be well with you. In the name of Jesus. Instead of being a source of consent. Instead of being a source of worry You will be a source of good news Instead of being a source of concern A source of problem A source of worry Your name will always bring good news And cheerfulness I declare you to be a blessed child Above all children In the name of Jesus Every foot that walked to church today Every leg that walked to church today is declared a blessed foot and a blessed leg. The food that walked through the mud will soon be walking at different airports in the world. The food that walked through the water to come to church will soon be walking on international scenes. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The food that came to the house of God will be elevated to work in palaces and mansions. Receive the lifting of the Lord. Receive the changing of your levels. Receive your extraction from traps and ambushment of the enemy. The curse over your life is broken. Whatever problem followed you here. You are not going back home with it. Whatever problem came with you here, you are leaving it behind in the name of Jesus. When you get back home, the problem that was facing you, when you go back, it will bow to you. It will bow to you in Jesus' name. Your life changes from this very moment onwards. And as you honor God's servants, you are declared a genuine and legitimate recipient of a prophet's reward. In the name of Jesus, shout a big hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated.
3: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daikuid Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC tonight. The next chapter of the bachelor journey begins. Welcome to listen
1: to your heart. Listen to you.
3: Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's
11: no fun singing
3: a love song when you're not in love. <laughs> the Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event tonight at eight seven Central on ABC.